So continuing on with the pre-pharmacy gems that I have been dropping over the past few episodes, let's talk about the PCAT today. I know this is the dreaded exam everyone would wish to avoid, but for most pharmacy schools in the United States, it is required. So in today's episode, I will explain explain exactly what the PCAT is, study tips, resources, and my personal experience. But before we get started, I noticed that the last PCAT registration date that most schools will accept if you are applying for this current cycle is in February. So mosey on over to the website to register for your exam, and then go check out crackpcat.com for all of your study guide needs. They have an arsenal of practice exams with video explanation and a guarantee that your scores will improve. So again, the website is crackpcat.com. Now let's get on with the show. According to pcatweb.info, the Pharmacy College Admissions Test, um, known as the PCAT, is a computer-based test that helps identify qualified applicants for pharmacy college. They usually have testing dates in the month of uh, July, September, October, November, January, and February. Uh, You do have to register, and there is a fee for this exam, and that is separate from the FarmCast application, and it is very important to complete uh, the application uh, correctly and completely and follow all instructions because if anything is, you know, like misplaced, not misplaced, but misspelled or incorrect, this can hinder you from taking your exam and there's a small possibility that you can get a refund or anything like that. Um, So on the exam, it is divided into a writing portion, biological processes, uh, chemical processes, critical reading, uh, quantitative reasoning, which is the math part. Uh, The test is a it has 192 multiple choice questions and it gives you around uh, three hours and 40 minutes to complete the test. Um, So. I will definitely put all of this information from the website um, that I just stated in the description uh, because it breaks down everything like the test, the actual testing days, um, the test subsections and the registration information. So now that we've covered all of the official information, now let's move on to the more trickier part, which I believe is studying. And one thing that I found in preparing for my exam is that there aren't really a lot of resources um, like for other healthcare professional interest exams um, that I know of. Now, I may be wrong, um, but I know there are a couple like Crack the PCAT, of course, and Kaplan um, and Dr. Collins and things of that nature. Uh, but there just isn't a abundance of resources like I found for like um, the MCAT, our dad, or things of that nature. But if I am um, 
not informed correctly, please down in the comment section, comment what you use to study for your PCAT or what you plan on using studying for your PCAT because this will help inform me as well as others. And we're all about helping each other um, in this community, trying to get to a common goal. Um, so definitely drop the resources that you use um, down below. So I, when I initially started um, the podcast, I had asked a question on my on my Instagram regarding you know questions that people topics that people want me to speak on, and I got a lot of questions regarding studying for the PCAT and how to make a um, study guide and things of that nature. Some of these programs like um, Kaplan, I know for sure, they have a class that you can purchase and they give you a schedule. But if you're trying to do it a little bit more um, on a budget end, or maybe you just don't have the resources, you know, at the time we're all broke college students, you know, people that are trying to further their education and not everybody has, you know, abundance of resources for these type of things because you have to pay for this separate from your application on top of a bunch of other things that cost that I will definitely break down in another episode. But um, say for myself, I was basically working part-time uh, well, full-time, really. It was a part-time job, but I felt like I had full-time responsibilities. Um, and I was uh, getting ready to start my second internship for my master's degree. I was finishing my first internship, and uh, I was still taking classes. I was taking organic chemistry one at the time. So within that hectic schedule, where is the time for me to put you know, more responsibility on to schedule to sit for this exam and to study and to feel like I'm prepared. And I only personally, I only had um, a certain date that I wanted to take the exam because just on my preferences on how I did everything, I only had the opportunity to sit for this exam for this one day because it gave me the opportunity to sit with the material for at least two months and then take the exam before my next classes and everything started ramping back up in my life. So um, what I did, and this is only one way to do it. You could do it multiple ways. It just depends on what kind of learner you are, uh, what kind of time you have. But this is just, I guess you can say an example. I was researching on YouTube and things like that. And I saw that when um, student doctors that aren't medical school, they prepare for their examinations that they have to take every year. Sometimes their school gives them some dedicated study time to prepare for the exam, like in between semesters or something like that. So I just applied that to my situation. Um, I knew I had about two months before I started one internship, you know, ended one internship and started another and before uh, my summer classes started and everything. So I did not work during that time. Um, I was not taking classes. And I sat down on a spreadsheet and I looked at all of the, um, what is it, the topics that are going to be on the exam about how long the pages were. And I made me a study guide for uh, the two months that I had free. And that's all I did that day um, to prepare for this, 
I, you know, of course, I told my family members what I would be doing. I went to go get snacks. I wouldn't have to worry about like meal prepping and things like that. I just bought enough, you know, for two months of snacks and meal plans and things like that. So I was very prepared because I knew this is the only time I had to study for this exam. And if I did not take the exam and do well this time, then I'm not sure when I'll be able to take it again. So I know that's a lot of pressure, but that's just what I had to do in my situation. So it is a good idea to sit down, like gather your resources. If you're going to do, you know, like Crack the PCAT or Kaplan and things like that. And one thing I do like about Crack the PCAT is that they have video explanations. They have videos that you can look at. Some like for the biology section, I personally was able to just read it and understand it. I'm really good at biology. Um, that is a subject that I can just read and understand. But for things like math, I needed someone to talk to me. <laughs> um, and that's kind of something that I learned about myself along the way. Depending on the subject, your learning technique is not always going to be the same for each subject. So for like math and chemistry, I needed to hear somebody and read just for that reinforcement um, for those courses. But for like reading and biology, I was okay with reading. So maybe you have to use different resources for different things. I use Crack the PCAT for um, the videos that they had that I needed. And I just read the book, the Kaplan book, for the things that I just needed, you know, for Uh, just reading and the material that I could take in like that. I've also um, learned from, um, you know, pharmacy that are pharmacy students now, they said taking practice tests are very important. Like even if you have limited amount of time, if all you have time to do is take practice tests, that will help because that will help you build up your endurance. You're sitting in this exam room for about three hours. It says 220 minutes. Um, and you're just looking at this screen and you're trying to, um, you know, think about and process this information in order to do good on this exam that you're already nervous about. So they said practice tests is the best thing that you could do. I know once it got around to the last four weeks of my uh, preparation period, I took practice tests every week or multiple times a week. And I just looked to see how my um, scores were um, improving and not improving and what is something that I can, you know, do to help in this section if I keep seeing I'm falling behind in reading. Um, And definitely take a practice exam before you even start um, studying. Just see where you are without studying. You've taken, some of you may have taken these classes before. Uh, They may have been recently. Like in my case, I took most of these classes a long time ago. I graduated undergrad in 2013. And some of the science classes like Organic 2 and Anatomy, I haven't even taken yet. So you see where the balance is. It's not really a straight guideline on how you know you can study for you just have to see where you are what you bring to the table at this moment and what time do you have to dedicate to it and what will work best for you in your learning style so i wish there was a more simpler way to put that you know 
like this is definitely how you ace this exam, but there isn't. You just have to see what works for you and just make sure that you have the time and the resources and that you're dedicated to putting that time aside because taking two months from not working, not doing anything, I couldn't really be there for my family. That was a lot. Like, But I knew I had to take this exam. I knew nobody could take this exam for me. And I knew this was the only time I really had to take it and do good at it. So that was a lot of pressure to put on myself. But like I said, there are different ways to go about it. So I did give you, um, like I did say, some resources. uh, Crack the PCAT, of course. Kaplan has some classes. And I know there's a book that you can buy um, just on Amazon or something like that. Uh, I know there's Dr. Collins. You can either go to the classes, but I know they're in selected cities um, or you can just buy the packages from people. I know I had a few friends to send me the little pieces uh, that they had, like one send me the biology section and one send me the math section. So I just, you know, put it all together and I just used everything the way I wanted to use it. Um, For Dr. Collins, I basically used his information for the practice exams because in the Kaplan book, I found that they don't give you a lot of practice questions. And in order there, you're not going to see the same questions that you use on your study material in the exam, but it's the same type of question. It's the same type of concept. They want to make sure that you understand this concept. So if you can get this question right and know how to break it down, then you can answer a similar question. And what I did like about the Kaplan book is that they taught you how to answer certain questions. Like in the beginning of the chapter, before they even dive into the information, they taught you how to answer certain questions for the biology and the math and the chemistry and things like that. So you can just not say you don't even know the subject or the type of disease state that they're talking about, but you know how to break down the question because of what they're asking asking of you and the information that is provided. So that's what I really liked about that. And like I said, Crack the PCAT, I loved their video explanations for their um their practice exams and also just the videos that they had in their um, preparation packets that covered all of the subjects. Um, So, yes. Uh, Anything else? So I think that pretty much wraps everything up. Um, But just to reiterate again, make sure you're doing your research, not only on, you know, when to um, schedule your exam and things like that, but just know what's going on with yourself. Make sure you're in a good headspace. Make sure you're letting the people around you know what's going on. Um, and if you have to plan like I did to the, you know, I know it's extreme kind of, but just do it. Don't let something like uh, life get in the way of you wanting to you know, go for your dreams. For a long time, this was one of the factors that was stopping me from applying to pharmacy school. Um, and really, now there are a handful of schools that aren't requiring the PCAT. So just look into things like that. Um, just make sure you account all the factors that are going on in your life and just, um, you know, plan accordingly. If you have the opportunity to go to classes and if you need to go to classes and if you can afford it, please go. Like, just make sure that you are affording yourself the great opportunity that you need to take this exam. Because even if you 
uh, just take the exam off a whim, this exam isn't cheap. It's over $200. So don't waste your time uh, or your money just taking the exam to see what you get. And also, um, the schools that you apply to will see all of your scores. Even though the score, your second score is higher than your first score, if they look at all of your scores, it's not like you can hide that first score from the schools that you are applying to. So don't waste your money and don't waste your time. Just go into it prepared as you can be and ready and take the exam um, within your time frame. And also look up the schools that you're applying to and what are their uh, PCAT score requirements. Because, um, I mean, even though if you have a lower score than what they are requiring still, I would say still submit your application. Like, only thing they can say is no, and only thing you can do is keep it pushing and learn from the experience. So just take everything into account. Don't discredit yourself for any little thing. Um, make sure you study very well. Make sure you plan very well. And just look at your, the, the best thing I could say, especially with the way I had to plan my PCAT studying and taking the exam, just look at your self in your surroundings and what you have going on and do what's best for you. So I probably said that a million times, but just knowing what I went through preparing for that exam, um, that was the best thing that I could probably do is make sure I considered everything, the time frame and schedule my internship right after I took the exam and things like that. So just take all of that into account. So remember to drop in the comment section the resources that you use, any tips that you had, um, the resources that you plan on using, and good luck to everybody who are um, getting ready to take the February test. Good luck to everybody who has taken the exam and applied to school and things like that. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, please reach out to me uh, through Crack PCAT. No, I'm sorry, podcast at crackpcat.com. That's podcast at crackpcat.com. If you have any topics that you want me to talk about, send it to that email. If you want me to elaborate a little bit more on any of the episodes that I previously had or this episode, please drop that down below. I am here to talk about what you want me to talk about regarding pharmacy and things like that. So I do have a lot more. Um, interviews and episodes coming up. So please stay tuned and I'll talk to you guys later.